I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, my beautiful angels. I hope we're super well on this Monday if you are listening in real time. One of you are listening. I hope you're super, super well. I am just so pumped for the rest of this week and for the rest of this year. Can you believe, like, for most people, that this is the very last week of work for 2023? <laughs> like, how are we already here? Like, it's beyond me. And so, whilst we're at the end of the year, I know a lot of people can be feeling quite burnt out, quite stressed out. We're spending a lot of money. We're doing a lot of things. We're trying to finish work. We're trying to plan a holiday. And, you know, it's Christmas. People can get quite overwhelmed at that time of year. And all the while, like, we're trying to, like, you know, eat, sleep, breathe, rave, repeat. It's like we need to really be quite balanced at this time of year when it's really, really hard to. And so I sort of thought I would do a little episode just with little reminders for you all to make sure that you are putting yourself first at this time of year so that you can pour from a full cup because that's what we want at this time of year. You go into lots of social events, you're obviously still at, a lot of people are still at work so you're dealing with a lot of things at work where clients or customers can be very demanding at this time of year and it can be very, you know, hard to to take on that energy and obviously you've got a lot of pressure and then of course with our family we're we're planning Christmas and you know all the gifts you have to buy and feel like you have to buy for people the money you have to spend thinking about what food you have to take on Christmas day then of course like for a lot of people taking a holiday and like saving up for that and there's so much that goes on at this time of year and it can be very like overwhelming mentally as well as physically and draining and tiring and exhausting and it's the end of the year so we're like we're done we're fed up we're over it so I feel like today's episode is going to be a good one for us just to chat about that sort of vibes because we're all going through it right now and just how you can be a bit more gentle on yourself at this time of year for me personally I've noticed a huge shift this year and I haven't experienced such demand and exhaustion and burnout at this time of year Firstly, I think it's because I took a break in September, which you guys will know, I went away to Queensland with my beautiful brow lady, Sarah, and I think that was just the perfect time that I needed to take for a little reset and have the week off work. I was super busy leading up to it, and I was kind of like, if I didn't take a break then, I feel like I would have burnt out then. And I have sort of since then, like, yeah, been sick and had all those those like you know summer cold vibes so we all go sort of through that little burnout at that point of the year so for me personally I mean I know it's too late now but it was a really good time for me to take a break and I also took a break in February this year as well 
just like I sort of spent the first month back at work and it was super overwhelming on me and super demanding on me and I had a huge breakdown. So <laughs> I took a break in February for like about a week as well. And those two times of the year were really good for me, I found, because I just could step away from everything and people could kind of understand. And I'm so lucky. I have honestly the best clients in the entire world who encourage me to take breaks and who respect, you know, my my time away and all that good stuff. So it was really awesome to have that support. And even at this time of year, they're all just like, make sure you take some like time off and make sure you rest. I'm like, don't worry, I definitely am. So I feel like obviously for me, I have the privilege of making my own like workload and days and times and hours and all the things. Um, Obviously I do still have, you know, deadlines and I still have client expectations. So I had a few projects like pop up very, very recently that I just thought, shit, that's really last minute, but I have the capacity, I'm going to do it. So I think for me, it's a lot about mental capacity at the end of the day, because I could have 10 projects on and be fine. And sometimes I can have two and be stressed out. Like it really is what's going on in your mind. So firstly, that's probably my first tip is like, read your mental capacity right now and don't take on anything more than you know you can handle because whether that's at work, whether that's a social event, whatever it is, just be like, honestly, this is all I can handle. Let's pause, like let's park that and come back to it in 2024. Like nothing is that important at this time of year. If someone's like trying to get something sorted now, it's like not that important because it's like if you really cared about it and you really wanted it, you would have been smart enough to organize it months ago. Like everyone is busy. Everyone's booked out. It's crazy. So just think, I always say to myself, your urgency is not my emergency. It's not my problem that you need it now, you know? And I haven't ever had that really, except for last year, but I haven't really ever had someone really, really desperately and be really aggressive about it. I've been really honest with clients at this time of year with like, you know, I can get this done, but you'll need a paid deposit and I'll have to do it as quick as I can. So like, you know, let's get it out. But also like I've got a lot on still. So there's respect. It might take a few weeks. Like it's all this going back and forth and big on transparency this year because I don't want to disappoint anyone. And there's been a few people I've said, look, let's just come back in 2024 and I'll requote it all and we can start there. And then it's been people to me that have been like super keen to get a project done. And then they're like, actually, I think I'm just going to wait till next year. So it's all worked out. And this is the last week of work and I'm aiming to finish by Thursday, fingers crossed. And then I'm having a few of my girlfriends come down to the beach house and we're having a little wellness retreat couple of days, which is going to be such a beautiful way to finish the year. So I do feel like personally, I haven't got intense demand on me I haven't got intense pressure on me and I feel really calm about workload at the moment in comparison to previous years where I've had so much pressure from obviously when I had a boss or when I have clients really demand me and this year it's been really nice so I'm really I feel really calm which is very crazy to think that this time of year and calm can go in the same sentence I know but That's just my vibes. And if you're feeling like this too, then cheers to that because honestly, it is the way we should be feeling at this time of year. We shouldn't be feeling like bent over backwards because as much as we will be, it's like important that this last week of work 
I'm sure by now a lot of you are just like going with the flow and finishing off little things. So that's good for you. But if you are obviously feeling like you're being pulled at both arms and burning at both ends, whatever the sayings are, then this episode is totally for you. If you haven't read Between the Lines, this episode is obviously very big on boundaries. And I just think you've got to. You've got to be really putting your boundaries in place at this time of the year. Otherwise, you're just going to get walked over and you're just going to continue to dra- like feel drained and drown in your own like overwhelm. So wherever you feel like someone is pressuring you or something is pressuring you, you need to like take a step back and just think, fuck, that is really getting me stressed out and I just don't have the capacity to take on any more than I need to right now. I need to say something. This could be at work. You might be getting asked to do a last-minute project or a last-minute task and you know that you're just not going to be able to achieve it or achieve it to like optimum capacity, optimum quality. You need to say to either your client or to a customer or to your manager or your boss I just don't have capacity for this like can you give it to somebody else to do or can you get someone else to do it or I just will come back to that next year like I just physically cannot do it because I have xyz to achieve first that's my priority and if you know it's a priority obviously and if they like like what's the worst that can happen your boss fires you then obviously you don't want to be working in that kind of place anyway if they put such extreme expectations on you like that that you just know are unachievable. Or if it's a client that's just like really expecting that of you and you say you can't do it till next year and they crack the shits, well, fuck, that's you just dodged a bullet. Like honestly, what's the worst that can happen? Or what's the best that could happen? Let's think about it like that. Okay, no worries. Totally understand that you're so flat out right now yep, no worries, we'll come back and do that in 2024 or no worries, I'll go to someone else to get it done or I'll get somebody else to do it for you. Like, bang, easy. What's the best that can happen? Let's focus on that. So that's obviously work overwhelm and overload at this time of year. Like you don't want to be, like we're so checked out at this time of year. So you don't want to be doing anything that requires a huge ment of mental capacity because you're not going to achieve the quality that you would when you're just like running a normal race, you know? So just, it's okay to turn down a project. It's okay to say no to your boss or be honest with how you're feeling. And the more honest you are, they can like obviously see you're like really stressed or really struggling and they're going to be like, okay, shit, no problems. Or like say, of course I can take that on for you, but what can you take off me so that I can get that done instead? You know, it's just like about wording it. I know people are afraid of having conversations with their bosses, but like if your boss is that scary, why you work there? Like I could not work for a scary boss. And also like I obviously was fortunate. I've had really great bosses in my life. So I've been able to have honest conversations with them, which is amazing. And I can like fight for myself, if you know what I mean. Like I'm not afraid to stand up for myself because I'd rather be honest and sit there crying in their office than like be sitting there crying at home complaining about my job, you know go to the source and get something sorted out. (laughs) Okay. The next big thing is obviously social events. This time of year is mad, absolutely mad. And I feel like we feel like we should be doing something every five minutes at this time of year because it's silly season. 
So you just feel like you should be doing something even if you haven't got anything planned. That's how I have felt the last few weeks. But it pretty much has been every weekend since my birthday, I haven't done anything because it's just been like, oh, well, everyone else has things on, but I actually don't have anything on. And it feels really nice. I've just like either worked on the weekend or had the weekend to just chill out and do like whatever I want to do, hang out with my family. And I don't have to go and do extreme things, you know. I've caught up with clients. I've done whatever I wanted to. So it's been really nice to have, I mean, that's a lot. Like I have had a couple of social events here and there, but nothing of like real extreme sorts that's felt like I'm just going to event after event. You know what I mean? Like it's all been nicely spread. (laughs) And so I feel like a lot of us might have, you know, some of us have multiple jobs. So you've got like multiple Christmas parties to go to or friends miss parties or family Christmas before Christmas. And then of course, like getting actually to Christmas day, Boxing Day, like um, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. Like there's so many things that are about to happen in the next week. So it's just like this time of year, it just is one thing after another. You're going out, you're probably drinking a lot, you're probably spending a lot of money. I mean, buses shout, you'd hope, if it was your Christmas party. But yeah, it's a hectic time for events. And when you are at an event at this time of year, it's it's hectic. It's mayhem because you're going to a venue that's probably booked out with other people having events and it's just crazy. So it can be very overstimulating and like when you're already feeling like burnt out at both ends and so overwhelmed and just like so clocked off it can be really hard to even like have a conversation at this time of the year I've been seeing so many funny like TikToks and stuff of like just how different it is when you get work drunk or Christmas party drunk and compared to like just normal time of the year and I don't know if it's just like because we're at peak exhaustion of the year and like one drink just sends you or it's like there's just something about getting drunk with work people that just it is actually feral like it's another level like I w- I one day will just unleash probably about all my like experiences at Christmas parties and like drinking at work events like I'm actually feral it's so embarrassing like I've never been like I've never lived down like what I've done at like Christmas parties and stuff but it's just such a fun time like you just you have to enjoy those times because trust me like I don't get to Christmas party anymore I don't get to Christmas party I don't get to have a Christmas party anymore because I work by myself and it's really sad especially for someone who used to thrive at their Christmas party so you know I'm a social little butterfly so for me I'm just like oh I, I would die for a Christmas party so Whenever people are like, oh, I just don't want to go or, you know, it's only going to be at this place. I'm like, at least you fucking get one, okay? Enjoy it because you never know when you might not get a Christmas party. And so that's just how my vibes are now because I'm like, I used to have the fucking wildest times with work people and even just like Friday drinks. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. You'll want to know my juicy secrets now a bit, but not today. We're not ready to share those sort of things. But if you know, you know, okay? That's all I'll say. If you know, you know. Lucy used to get a bit silly. All right. So obviously back to it. We're getting up to this time of year, events, busy, so much going on. And then people want to just add extra to the, they just want to add extra petrol to the fire. So like people like, why don't we just catch up for drinks on Friday night as well? Or why don't we 
just like go out for a dinner tonight and it's just like you just start doing unnecessary shit and you go going out on a weeknight, on a school night and it's just getting crazy. So it's a, the perfect reason is just to say, look, I'm just so exhausted. I'm still so busy at work. I'm just feeling super overwhelmed. I've already spent so much money, blah, blah, blah. Like bring out the excuses, dolls. Bring out the excuses and just say no. Just say no. If you can't be fucked, just say no. Like honestly, nothing is ever that serious and no one is really going to care that much. Like maybe, you know, if it's a really important day and a really important family member or whatever, they might care. But if it's just like a friend's miss or another Christmas party or just another reason to go out, you're allowed to say no because you are honestly going to be just a carcass by the end of the year. So please just set some boundaries. Don't feel like you have to go to everything. Like it's okay to just miss out on a thing here or there and prioritize what you really want to go to and what you want to be really feeling good for. Because I'm sure a lot of us would have events where we've got to go to something on a Friday, a Saturday and a Sunday. And it's like, well, the Sunday is the most important thing because I'm spending it with my family and I don't want to be hungover. I don't want to be the hungover cousin at the family Christmas on Sunday. So on Saturday night, maybe I'll just drive and have a couple or I'll be the Dezo. And then on Friday night, maybe I can have a bit more fun and just be hungover on Saturday. Like, you know, prioritize your events and what you really want to be feeling optimum for, you know? (sighs) I didn't think this was going to be an alcohol pep talk, but I guess it's what it's about. That's the next thing. Let's carry on. Let's get a bit mature here. It's okay to not drink. And if somebody asks you, why you're not drinking, you do not have to give a reason. First of all, you can just ignore them, ignore the question, or you can be honest about why you're not drinking and why you're choosing not to drink. Or you can just simply say, like, why Why are you drinking? But why are you drinking? You know, turn it back on them. Do something like that. I always turn back to things like that because I'm just like, well... What's it to you, honestly? Because if I'm here, I'm here, you know? I don't need a drink in my hand. So it's okay that I'm here, I'm socialising, I'm trying to have a good time until you say, but why aren't you drinking? Just have a drink. It's like, no, Betty, I don't want to drink. I want to have just a normal conversation and drive home and sleep good and wake up without a hangover tomorrow because I've got to go to the gym, I've got to go to Pilates, okay? So just leave me alone. You know, let's just be real with things like that. Like you don't have to drink at everything because obviously, again, money, feeling good, health, wealth, all the things. So yeah, it's okay to not have a drink. And like I said, if someone questions you, just question them to why they are drinking. That's a power move. This can be our segue onto the next topic. And that is difficult conversations that we have at this time of year. We spend a lot of time with our family at this time of year, obviously, at Christmas time and everything and going on holidays, whatever, and you see extended family members and sometimes they can be the ones that ask you questions that are probably just not appropriate and they say it in a really like derogatory way. Is derogatory the right word? Maybe more like patronizing, but that can be really triggering because you're just trying to have a good time with your family and then someone asks you a really triggering question. And basically, I'm not a professional at answering triggering questions, but I'm not afraid to be really fucking honest with someone and make them like really think about what they've just said. 
because some people just don't actually have awareness. It's simple as that. They don't mean anything by it. They just don't have awareness. They haven't put themselves in your position. And this can be about anything. This can be about body image. It can be about your weight because some people will say, oh, my God, you've lost so much weight. And like, okay, thanks. But why did you have to comment on that? You know, I mean, I know that's people feel differently about that. But for me, I'm just like, I don't like the conversation around bodies. Just don't understand why it's a conversation topic, to be honest. But as simple as just like talking about people's physical appearance like that, like, oh, you look so skinny or you look so good or you've lost so much weight or have you put on a bit of weight? Like God hopes that no one gets that comment because that's just fucked. Anyway, I read the best thing ever one day about when people ask you a question about your weight or talk about your weight. And it is, I'm happy to talk about my weight if we can talk about your weight too. And I just thought, Bang, what a power move because no doubt the person that's saying it to you probably has some serious insecurities because I don't go around talking about people's weight and body because for me, I don't talk about my own weight and body and think about it on a daily basis. I just live in my life. So obviously someone is going to notice that so much more because it's something that's going on in their brain so constant. So yeah, I think if that's something that people are going to bring up to you, just be like, I'm happy to talk about it, but like, can we talk about your weight? Ah. No, it's obviously an awful conversation to have. If you are happy to have that conversation, have it. But I would simply be like, can we please not make a comment about my weight? I don't really want to talk about that today and just walk away. And if they're going to like trigger you again with something, then just like, oh my God, give them the finger, fuck off. But like, honestly hope to God that no one has to experience a comment about their weight. No doubt it will happen, but I really hope that that's just not a thing. Let's like, can that not be a thing? Like we're about to go into 2024 as if that's still a thing. Okay, moving on. Now, obviously people get a lot of questions about being single, being without children, about their jobs, about how much money they made, how much holidays they've gone on, what car they're driving, where they're living all the fucking things and I just like there's a difference between having conversations at Christmas and like talking about our life and the year that's been and then there's a difference between knowing when someone's like judging you like we all know so I guess this is when you can sort of say to someone like oh I don't know what kind of question you'd get asked but like maybe like I know it can be firstly hard to be at Christmas when you know everyone else has a partner and you're there without one because you're single. Like, I know how hard that is. And for me, at my age, I kind of don't really care because I'm like, I'm only 24. You know, a lot of my family, like, I'm very young in my family. Like, a lot of my cousins and everyone are a lot older than me. And so I just don't really think about it that much because I'm just like, oh, well, it's so cute seeing them all with their partners and stuff. But for me, I'm just like, oh, well, (laughs) I don't have to worry about that yet. But like, obviously I do think about, oh, it would be so nice to bring a partner to this. It'd be so nice to have someone to like, you know, introduce to my family and to spend time with another person's family at Christmas. Like I can't wait for those days, you know, like I'm really keen on that shit. But for me, it's just not a thing that really makes me feel that bad at the moment. Um, And like, if someone makes a comment about it, I know that we're all just sort of joking and laughing about it. Like no one's like, Alyssa, where's your boyfriend? You know, no one really cares. But obviously I can understand that as you get older, you feel societal pressure to have a partner 
and to be bringing them to events like Christmas Day or Christmas events or Christmas parties, you know, that's another thing like (laughs) bringing your partner to a Christmas party. That's another topic. But anyway, let's just move on from this because like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? People can make you really feel, make you feel really bad, make you feel really bad. Yeah. On Christmas Day. And it's just like, this isn't the day to be feeling like this. So if someone starts to have a difficult conversation with you and you can see where it's going, you can see it's going to trigger you, simply just say, oh, I'm going to go get a drink. Oh, I'm going to go to the toilet. Oh, what are they doing? Just tune out, walk away because it's just not even worth it. You know, if someone's trying to pick a comment at you like that, just disregard, just ignore, ghost, whatever, you know, don't put yourself in a position that you have to put up with something like that. Go outside, whatever you need to do. Okay. And of course, the question is, oh, so like when are you guys having kids? What a fucked up question. I can't believe that people actually ask that question. So this is you who might sometimes ask people these questions, any of the ones I've mentioned. This is probably your moment to have a bit of self-awareness and realize that there's certain questions that can be very, very, very triggering for some people and that you need to realize that that's not an appropriate question to ask. Perhaps maybe like when you're just having a one-on-one catch-up with somebody, but not in front of the rest of the family at Christmas, okay? So if this is a moment you need to really self-reflect and be like, shit, I do ask that que- like that question. I do say to people, oh, like, where's your boyfriend? Or where's your kid that you haven't had yet? Or you've lost a lot of weight. Like these are comments that we just don't need to be having on Christmas Day or any day, really but particularly on a day that's meant to be joyful, happy, family. Like why do all these other factors matter? They actually don't. It doesn't matter that I haven't had a child yet. It doesn't matter that I haven't got a partner here. It doesn't matter if I've put on 10 kilos or lost 10 kilos this year. Why does that matter to you? You know, that might be something that someone's going through a lot with and you've just asked a question. It's like it's none of your business, simple as that. And that's an answer. Like honestly, It's none of your business, actually, so I'm not really ready to have this conversation with you. Full stop. If I want to talk about it, I'll bring it up. I'll talk about, guys, I've got a new boyfriend who just didn't want to come to Christmas Day. (laughs) Or, you know, we're having a lot of trouble trying to conceive at the moment, so can we just not have this conversation because it's a really difficult one to have and you should really think about that before you ask somebody because why do you think we don't have children? Just think about that. We might not want children. We might be struggling to have children or... Actually, it's just none of your fucking business if we do or don't have children, full stop. I get really worked up about this stuff, I know, but it's because I just don't understand how people think these questions are appropriate. Like, I just don't understand. And I think not enough, not enough people stand up for themselves. And I know it can be very, very hard and it's very, very triggering and very, like, heightening if you are already experience it in a lot of depth and devastation. So I know that it's very hard to stand up for yourself. And I'm sorry that you have to fight for yourself and have difficult conversations like this if this is you because I know that it's just not a nice feeling and you'd rather just like disregard and just like laugh it off. But it's really important that you make that person aware of just how inappropriate their question is. Okay, I really need to jump on for that because I'm just going to get so worked up I actually felt my face getting hot like that's how much that conversation stuff works me up and let's just like not have any of that this year it's gonna be fun it's gonna be like high vibes and if you're someone who actually like you know wants to have a really happy day and 
you're worried that people are going to bring up these things, maybe write a list of questions that you can go to Christmas Day with or things that you want to talk about and like, you know, or take a game to play with your family. Like do stuff that you know that on the day that it's going to just be happy and light and joyful and these kind of conversations aren't going to be happening because you're just like leading the way with whatever you want to talk about, you know. That's just a little tip, I guess. And same when you go to like Christmas parties and stuff. I know that people can get really socially awkward at going to things like that. And even maybe if you have to go to like your partner's Christmas party and stuff. So again, I really like a friend once told me this is whenever you're going somewhere and you feel nervous about like, I might not have something to talk about. Like this can be for a date as well. Just write a little list of questions or things that you really want to talk about with that person, like things that you want to know about them or whatever and write them down. And like, even if it's just in your phone and so when you just like feel like, oh, let's like ask each other a few questions, then fun. How fun is that? Actually, this is a little insert like present idea. Connection cards are like the newest thing at the moment. And they're all about just like asking each other questions, whether it's like your family, your partner, your friends, like they're just asking questions that just get you into a deep conversation. And you can play it like it's a game, but You know, I know that Georgie Stevenson from the Rise and Conquer podcast has released connection cards. I'm pretty sure Alexis Fernandez does and she has like the Do You Fucking Mind podcast. And then I know that like on Woosh, which is a sex toy website, you can get connection cards for couples on that um, website with some of their products. So like I know that there's a lot of different things out there that you can get that are like little connection cards and conversation starters. So like that's a random (laughs) non-sponsored present idea right there for you guys and something that you can get for summer when you're going to these events or having a lot of time with people having conversations. Even if it's stuff that you just like you read the cards yourself and then you've got some questions in mind that you can talk about with people when you see them. I just think it's a fun little thing to do and that way you're having deep and meaningful conversations, not shit rude inappropriate ones okay now we can really jump on to the next topic and it's money this is a hard one especially for people who have a really hard time with having a positive money mindset this time of year is definitely difficult because as I've obviously mentioned you're going out a lot probably and you know you might need you might be like me who buys a new outfit all the time for an event or you buy in drinks before your event or at the event and also the like elephant in the room it's Christmas so you'll be purchasing gifts for people and I think it's so much better and I can like from conversations I've had we're moving a lot more into this at the moment and people have probably been doing it for a really long time but this is really new for my family and I feel like new for a lot of people is not buying a gift for every fucking member of your family. Like, honestly, I swear, we used to buy a gift for every single person we would see on Christmas Day, and that could be, like, nearly 30 people sometimes. Like, it's just, it gets silly because you just buy a random little thing for someone just because you feel like you need to. And, like, it was fun, and, like, I loved receiving 10 presents on Christmas Day, but, like, from different people, but it just is so unnecessary because it's just probably a piece of shit at the end of the day so in my family in particular in the last last year was the first year we did it we decided to do like a secret santa or stealing santa 
KK vibe. I don't know the proper word for it, but basically it's like you bring a gift to the value of like 50 bucks or whatever you you make it and you basically you bring a gift that you would like to receive. So it's something genuine, it's something nice and everyone who brings a gift then participates in the game. So let's just say there's 20 of us playing the game, there's 20 gifts, um, everyone gets a number like you pull out of a hat and when your number is called, you get to pick a present off the table or you can choose to take somebody else's present. So obviously person who goes first, picks a present, unwraps it, they've got that present. The next person can either take their present or open a new one, but you can't open a new one and then want somebody else's. So you've kind of got to decide that game. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that. And basically it just ends up being a bit of a fun thing because like there might be one present that like gets stolen like 10 times because everyone really wants that present. And yeah, it just was such a nice thing to do for us last year. And I think it made everyone a lot more engaged and present in that gift giving moment because I'm sure you guys will all feel relatability to this, but we always are just like, on such a rampage on Christmas Day when we start handing out the gifts because it's like you start and you watch the like first two get open and then the person just starts like honestly piffing them out like an Aldi checkout and so you just miss what everyone gets that's just what I can speak from my experience I don't know if other people feel that way too but I love to see what everybody gets so this game has been really nice because you just watch each person open the gift or whether they steal it off another person and like you want to be paying attention because you want to see what there is in case you can, like you're the last person, you can choose absolutely anything. So yeah, it's a super fun game. And oh, also if somebody does steal your gift, then you get to pick, Um, you have to unwrap another one. I don't think you can then steal from somebody else. So let's just say you're number six and someone and number seven comes and steals your present. You go to the table and pick a new present to unwrap. You can't go steal another one. Pretty sure that's how it works. Anyway, I'm so excited for that because I feel like I've got a really good present. And my mindset always is like, well, if I end up with it, I don't care because I like it, you know, but I'm keen for my, for our new year thing. And that way you're only spending 50 bucks max rather than you know, hundreds of dollars trying to get bunches of shit for people and it ends up just being like you get the randomest thing on Christmas Eve because you just have to make it happen, you know. I'm probably thinking it's a lot too late to be organising like a KK and things like that now. You probably started buying gifts for people but just keep in mind to have this conversation with your family on Christmas Day. Be like, hey, how would everyone feel if next year we did this because that used to be a conversation we had at Christmas every year and it probably took us five years to finally just be like, okay, we're doing this this year. And then of course, if there is still people that you want to like purchase a gift for, then you can like, you know, you might have like a particular family member who you're really close with and every year you just get them something and they get you something like it's nice just to do a little thing like that too. So yeah, there's like no rules, but and also people who have just done KKs in their family so that like everyone just gets one person and then you can spend like a hundred bucks on just that one person, get them really nice stuff. So I think it's a good way to do it and you're not going and spending crazy amounts of money. You set a budget that obviously is realistic for everyone and yeah, 
it's a much more nicer way of doing things than just buying cheap and nasty shit. So if you can still do that or if you are doing something like that, then amazing. I just think it's such an easier way to do it. I know some people just say no gifts at all, which is like even better because that's amazing. Like you shouldn't be really, Christmas Day isn't really about the presents. It's about the family and the quality time. But obviously, you know, it kind of is about gift giving and I love gift giving. Like I love it so much. And obviously in my immediate family, we do presents for each other. Um, and it's been really like I've had so much fun buying all my Christmas presents this year because I just feel like I know everyone really well and what to get them and I just have like I'm really tasteful at that like can you imagine me not being good at buying presents you know so I don't care about it I like to spend the money on my family because I'm like they all deserve it and there's probably things that I wish I could buy for them but I just can't afford that (laughs) yet so anyway spending money on each other is a really hard thing to do and it's just really like it's People aren't going to care if you don't get them something either. Like, you know, people understand, especially if you're young and you're, or not even, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, there's, we're living through a very hard time financially. So, honestly, just don't feel guilty for not spending thousands of money, thousands of money, (laughs) thousands on people this year because it's just so unnecessary. I just want to also take this from, like, the other point of view obviously be like it is the only time of the year that you really do get a whole heap of social events and that you get to spend all this time with your friends and your family so you do want to make the most of it and see everybody and like have a really good time and it is important that you just enjoy it too so you know be a little bit like like release your stress around money like money always comes back it's always going to be there for you just have fun have a good time because like, yeah, you never know what can happen in a year and it's so, so important to spend time with the people around you, like your family, your friends and like even for me and my friendship group, like there's only so many more years that we have to like have a super fun New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve before, you know, we start like one person goes and has a baby, one person moves overseas, one person's getting married, like it you know shit starts to evolve at this point in life and there's only so many more Christmases and New Year's Eves and events that you're going to have that you can all be young and free together and even if you're in your 40s and 50s and there might not be that many events that you have to see people and catch up with people that you haven't seen in a long time so just like do the stuff you know like nothing you know, is really that important to miss, like just spending time with really like important people in your life. Um, And I I think some people just need that reminder too because we can be like so caught up on reasons why not to go to things. And obviously like if you're fucking burnt out, then I'm like I might be contradicting myself. But yeah, don't go to something if you know that it's just like you're not going to have a good time. But if you know that you're just going to like feel FOMO and that your friends are going to be like missing you and you really don't know when you're going to catch up with them again like it's it's pretty important to nourish those relationships you know because it it gets to a point sometimes where we're going to lose people in our life and whether that's like literally you never know but and also people do get sick of trying to be the one to always organize something and if you don't come to an event 
they're going to stop asking you eventually. So, you know, it's like I said, it's really important to nourish your friendships and relationships because they're so precious. You're so lucky to have people around you. And if you're someone who feels like you don't, I'm sure there is someone that would love to spend time with you. And also it's okay to be the person to ask someone to hang out to. Ask someone, organize the event, host the fucking Christmas Eve drinks. Like be the person that wants to be there for everyone else because it's always just the best time, you know. You never regret catching up with like the people you love most and align with most. So just honestly, just make that little bit of effort because it's only this one time of year really that we get to do that with everyone. And I always love going out on Christmas Eve. Like my parents hate it because I'm usually spewing on Christmas Day, but I'm only young. Like, okay, I will spew on Christmas Day for as many more years as I need to if it means that Christmas Eve I get to spend with my like high school friends and like go out and see all these people I haven't seen for years since I was at school. And it's just, it's so nice. Like I love it. I really do. And I think it's just the coolest thing. And it's like small town shit as well. Like you see all these people come back to their hometown for like the holidays and to spend Christmas with their families because like, you know, they've moved overseas or they've moved into state or they live in Melbourne or wherever it is. It's just the best when everyone's back together and it's like in a small town especially, it's just like the coolest, like cringe. I sound cringe saying this because you're like, are you serious, Alyssa? It's not cool, but I think it's really special. I think it's really nice and last year I just saw so many people and it's like as you've gotten older and more mature, like you can have like legit conversations with people and like ask them what they're up to and stuff and I just think it's really nice. It's really wholesome and I just think it's so fun to go out and enjoy those times because like I said it's pretty much once a year that you get to do it so yeah that's my all my event chat wow this is going for a long time I'm just going to preface this right now if you've gotten this far kudos to you and I've probably not even bothered to edit much of this because it's just been a ramble but the last topic is all about you how can you look after yourself obviously there's putting in boundaries there's saying no to things there's not drinking if you don't want to But what are you really doing for yourself? Like how are you taking care of you? How are you treating you? How are you going to gift something for yourself this year? Have you thought about all these things too? Like I said at the beginning of the episode, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you need to make sure that at this time of year, you're doing everything you possibly can to wake up in the morning and prioritize yourself first And fill up your own cup so that each day when you're going to these things or going to work and dealing with a lot of demanding people that you are feeling full and like you can pour from your own cup. I know it's hard because we're exhausted and we're tired and we're just like surviving at this point. But if you can do anything in the morning, whether it's just getting up, going for a walk, doing a little stretch, journaling, reading your book, doing a meditation... Just doing something slow to start your morning off so that you just feel calm to start the day. Like I know a lot of us just like get up and just like get into our day. We get up, we go to the gym, we do something pretty intense, like whatever it is. But the more like zen you can start the day, the better. Because I just feel like you need to just ease your way into it. And then you can go off and live your high vibe day. Um, I know some people just get up and do a hard core cardio sesh and that's how they thrive so obviously you know your own body and you know your own ability so just get up and try and do something that makes you feel really really good in the morning 
I've been in my Pilates princess era and I fucking love it. This is my recommendation, okay? If you've never tried reformer Pilates, you need to. It doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, a child, probably not children, but like you can be like a teenager, I guess, but whatever. Fucking Pilates is the best thing. I can't believe I've waited this long in my life to go to it. So I went to like a new one. I've been going to my friend Tegan's one, which I've said in a few episodes. She's killing it and I'm loving it. And obviously going to a class where you know the instructor and it's one of your friends. So you can feel very relaxed and very in a safe space is great. But I went for the very first time on Friday to a new Pilates studio in my beach town that I live in. And I was so nervous because it was very out of my comfort zone because I'm like, I don't know the instructor. I don't know who the other people are going to be there. I don't know like what everyone else's ability is going to be like, but it was really good because you could book like a beginner or intermediate or advanced class. So I just did beginner because I was like, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, and I actually was like more advanced than everyone else because the other three girls had never done it before. They'd never been on a reformer machine before. So and they're all young, like around my age. So it was really nice because it was like, oh, I just feel really relaxed in this environment because of people my age here and they're learning this for the first time. So when the instructor was explaining things, I felt like, oh, I actually know that. I've done that before. And she was sort of like watching me and like, oh, yeah, you've definitely done this before or done something like this. And a lot of the time she stopped the class and said, everyone look at Alyssa and how she's doing it. I'm just like, can we not? I hate that. But at the same time, she's like, you know, you know you've got good form. I'm just like, oh, thanks. Um, and at the end, she's like, you killed it. So I was like, fuck yeah. I love it. I feel good. And it was really nice. I really enjoyed it. So that's something I'm doing for myself at the moment. I just do one class a week because Pilates is a luxury. It's pretty expensive on the expensive side. Um, so yeah, but it's been a nice thing. And I actually genuinely look forward to going to Pilates. I've never been someone who really looks forward to going to a gym or going to like a really intense cardio class. I know everyone's different and enjoys different things, but this is the first time in my life that I wake up in the morning like, oh my God, I get to go to Pilates today and it's like the best feeling ever. And it's like, it's hard without like actually feeling like you're going to die. Like it definitely is intense at times, but like you're just like, I can do this. I can do this. I don't know. Anyway, highly recommend Pilates. Get into it if you haven't already. It's just such a nice thing. And it's a lot more calmer on your nervous system, which again is what we need at this time of year when we are really burnt out and our body is just in like fight or flight mode, it's really important to be really calm in your nervous system and do things that really slow down the cortisol pumping through your body. So Pilates is really good for that. If you feel like you need to switch up your workout routine, check it out. Other things, of course, that you can be doing for yourself is just like having a bath at nighttime if you need to, going and getting a spray tan, going to all your nice little beauty appointments at the end of the year. It's probably, again, you've probably left it a bit late. Everyone's probably booked and busy. But, you know, I'm so excited this week because I'm getting all my last-minute appointments, like spray tans and brows. Actually, I think that's all I've got booked in. I haven't rampaged to get my hair done this year because last year I got my hair done on the very last day of work and I was at the hair salon for like six hours. 
and I was really drowning in work still and I just had the biggest anxiety after that so I'll never do that again and I just figure at this time of year my hair's going to go green in the pool and it's just going to be a fro all year all summer so I don't really prioritize that but if that's something that you need to do and you can book in a hair appointment or book in a beauty appointment go to a sauna go to a spa whatever you can do to just have time to just chill zen out book it in babe because you need to make sure you're looking after you doing something that's going to make you feel good where you're going to just still feel chill just like you're not too busy to look after yourself okay there's no such thing like you probably think I sound naive because I don't have children and blah 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 but honestly we make that choice we make that choice trust me well I think that's a wrap from me because I could just talk for days we all know so let's just summarize it's important that this time of year you're putting yourself first you're setting boundaries you're not letting people have difficult and triggering conversations with you you're doing whatever the fuck you want to do pretty much This is why I love you guys because you just listen to me talk absolute nonsense and love me for it. And I love you guys for that too. Enjoy your very last week of work. If that is for you, you're having a last few days, your last Christmas parties, wrapping up your last bits of work. And if you are someone that's working over the summer and the Christmas period, sending you lots of love and positive vibes. And I hope that people treat you well because you are doing God's work working at this time yeah but please make sure everyone listening that you do take time to rest reset and enjoy just the vibes because it's the funnest time of the year and it's such a special time but it's making sure that we are looking after ourselves and putting ourselves first because we deserve it I love you guys so much and I can't believe you've stuck with me this long this year you honestly are the real OGs here. I love you so freaking much. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Do you love how I say I'll see you because it's like we can't see each other? You'll hear me in next week's episode on Christmas Day, which will be our very last episode for 2023. Can you believe it? All right, I'm going to go. Sayonara.